I'm Sinead O'Moore and you're listening to Every Mum the Podcast supported by Water Wipes, the world's purest baby wipes made with only two ingredients, 99.9% purified water and a drop of fruit extract. From fertility to birth, pandemic parenting to taking care of ourselves, here we talk to women about their own unique experiences of motherhood, the insane joy and the anxious defeat, the love, the laughs, the tears, and the moments that we don't talk enough about. This season is supported by one of the most essential products for every mum. From that first nappy change to those messy weaning months, water wipes. Winners of seven National Parenting Product Awards 2021, including Best Baby Wipes, water wipes are proven to be purer than cotton wool and water, making them ideal to protect and gently cleanse sensitive newborn and even premature skin. As the number one wipe in Ireland, together we are committed to providing more support for parents with trusted products and this podcast. In my final episode to wrap up season seven, I'm joined by the very first guest I ever had on Everyone the Podcast, Mairead Ronan. In 2018, for episode one, we spoke to Mairead about career and motherhood. She had just won Dancing with the Stars and was so excited and ready to take on this new career journey. A mother of three, the juggle was real. Cut to the pandemic, some burnout, new priorities, and a sense of the years moving too fast. Mairead made the decision to leave her dream job to be home more. This episode is about choice, about putting out the fires in our head, about being comfortable with change and not limiting ourselves. Our babies grow up fast and some stages demand more of us, some demand less, and sometimes we need to just do what's right for right now. Jumping into career opportunities felt right for 2018 Mairead. Stepping out of career opportunities feels right for 2022 Mairead. We are more than mothers. We are more than our LinkedIn profiles. We are women trying to be all things to all people. So if you can make a change that supports you, do it. Do what's right for you. Mairead, you are so very welcome back on to Every Mum the Podcast. You were guest number one. You were the very first woman, mother that I had these conversations with. There have been hundreds of thousands of downloads since. There have been, I think this is 80. If not, when this goes out, this might even be 82. (gasps) 82 episode that has gone out. It's been mad journey that you've been on as well. Life has just rolled and we are here to catch up to find out how you are. Yeah, that's it. That is it. Yeah, catch up. My God, a lot has happened in three years, hasn't it? A lot has happened. When we last spoke, you had just come, you just finished winning Dancing with the Stars and you were at a point in time where life was about to sort of take you back into media, back into radio, back into reclaiming a bit of you. And that was really what our conversation was about back then. Yeah, so I had the two girls, Bonnie and Eliza, quite close together. And Bonnie was just three months old when I started Dancing with the Stars. And then when I won, I think she might have been seven months old. Um, so, you know, after that time, after Dancing with the Stars and after winning a show like that, you get offered lots of different things. Um, you kind of offered so much work from all angles that's being thrown at you. Uh, we were actually renovating this house that I'm sitting in right now as well. So I had loads on. 
Um, so I was going to be really careful about what I did. And I felt like the nicest place for me to be, the place that enjoyed myself the most was radio. So that was the opportunity that I I was hoping would come along again. And, and it did. And I went back to my other home, Today FM, and it was really, really lovely. Um, and was given my own show, which was amazing. Um, but it's funny, I I got it. I scratched that itch. Is that the phrase? Itch mm-hmm. that scratch, scratch that itch, whatever you do with an itch. Yeah, you scratch it. I, I did that. And I think then COVID came along and just changed the world. Um, you know, not even one year into uh, the radio show. It just changed the world. And we had this really lovely setup, or so I thought. Okay. And that's 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 the part. We were all plodding along. And I say all, I mean possibly every other family was doing the same thing. Like I was getting up, I was going to work, I was dropping Bonnie to Montessori. Um, you know, Childminder was picking her up. And um, for the first year, she actually wasn't in Montessori. It was Eliza was just in Montessori. Bonnie was at home. So Childminder would come, I'd go to work. Everything would happen then. I'd do like food shopping, dinners and all that sort of stuff that just has to get done. And then I was just always tired. I mean, that's the feeling that was a normal feeling. Feeling exhausted all the time was the norm. And squeezing every bit of juice out of the weekends with the kids was the norm. And, you know, hearing the washing machine beep at quarter to 10 at night and go, getting out of bed to put it in the tumble dryer um, was the norm. And I know that is the norm for so many people, but I just, COVID just made me question, what am I doing? Who am I doing it for? Um, Am I doing it for me? Am I doing a, is it is it an ego thing? Um, could I cut down and work? Uh, could I do things differently? And I had never really thought about that before, really properly thought about that. And so I did. And I was in, I was out, I was in, I was out, I was in, I was out again. And <laughs> I decided then eventually in year two of COVID, you know, um, that I really needed, I needed to make a change for me for the family, um, for my sanity, for, I suppose, just for, for calmness. And I finished up last December. So we're now the end of March and I absolutely love it. But that doesn't mean that the the decision I made last year is also forever either. You know, it just doesn't have to be forever. And I won't be ashamed if in three years time I go, oh, I'd love to dip my toe back into full-time employment again, you know? Um, but right now, no, it's, this, is, this is where I, I want to be. I don't want to be anywhere else. And this is what I love about your story because I find, I know like personally, I know from, you know, ex-colleagues or you just, everyone, there's a sense of, you can, you, there's a, it's a sense of being stuck. You're either in or you're out. Out, yeah. Either is- full or you're giving up on everything that you've worked so hard for. And yeah. it just feels like cul-de-sacs. You know, you're you're stuck. It, it does. And it does feel it does feel like that for women, I have to say. It really does. And I I also like I've had amazing childcare, the same childcare for 14 years. I mean, Kay, and she's still working two afternoons a week for me because we don't want to let her go I don't want to let her go she doesn't want to leave us as a family either but childcare is so expensive in Ireland and 
it I think an awful lot of women or an awful lot of families find themselves in that cul-de-sac and ultimately it is the the woman who ends up giving up her job her career or pressing pause on it for say seven years or whatever um I'm very lucky that wasn't that wasn't the case with us you know we had a brilliant setup you know we've had Kay for so long but it was de- it was 100% my choice to do it because I just felt like I, and I, I'm always I'm always kind of careful I don't want any woman listening to this who's getting up tomorrow morning at half six to go to work and loving her job to feel like she's doing anything wrong she's absolutely not doing anything wrong for so so long tonight I adored my job I got such a kick out of my job and I looked at women who stayed at home going fair play to you I could never do that fair play to you because I know I I think I'd pull my hair out but I ultimately changed my mind, my heart changed in COVID. So maybe if there wasn't a pandemic, I would still be running around being busy, busy, busy like I was before. And um, so definitely the pandemic changed, changed me. But I don't want anyone to feel like I am saying what I'm doing is the correct thing. It's, it's the correct thing for me. And that's it. But the fact that you're listening to what is the right thing for you is what we should all be doing we should be if we can and and I'm and you said there like you're conscious of the woman who might be getting up in the morning at six o'clock and loving it yeah I'm I'm thinking about the woman who might have to get up at six o'clock in the morning and hates it and she has no other option she has no other choice there are certain industries that just you're in or you're out you're blocked or you're a part of it and there's just no movement in it I was also I was also that mum for quite some time as well like I you know I had Dara and I was living in the rented house in Glasnevin and I was that mom and I didn't like it and I had a second job during the summer months which doing a tv series and um you know people will think that's glam or whatever standing in a field in Connemara for 14 hours is definitely not glam and then driving home and getting home god knows what time and getting up the next day to produce the Ian Dempsey breakfast show is not glam um but I so I was also that mum wishing I had more time with Dara wishing I didn't have to have two jobs when I did so I I understand both sides of that and I was also the woman who got such a kick out of my job for other times so I've kind of seen I've been everyone you know at some point in my life you know loving my job god this is the coolest job ever I'm getting such a kick out of it uh, great colleagues and now I don't want to go anywhere I'm desperate I don't want to go I don't want to go out I don't want to you know getting invited to something now I'm like oh no I'm gonna miss bedtime oh god I wonder what, what time I can leave back do you think I could leave at 10 I mean I don't know I don't know who I am I, mean, I know it's part of aging as well but um yeah, I've never. Yeah, I think we've all become introvert though. Like, there's a social yeah. anxiety that's going around, like with any of it. Is, yeah. Even how do we fit back in getting ready into the schedule of the day? Like, how do we mm-hmm. fit back in getting from A to B back into the schedule of the day? I know myself. Like, I feel like my day is still full, yes. but yet those things aren't happening. Listen, my day, I have, I spent, I think I spent all of January going, wow, the. Did I do a job as well as all the stuff? I, I have no idea because I just feel like my day is bursting at the seams right now. But I'm staying in, you know, a one mile radius of my home. And I'm 
I just don't know how I somehow managed to get into Stephen's Green every day and do a job and come home again and still do all the other things. I, mean, I don't know. Um, but yeah, my day is very, very full. Were you afraid once you'd made that decision? Not one little bit. And that's how I knew it was uh, one million percent the right one. Um, I felt like a weight had been lifted off me. And I, you know, I know people use that phrase all the time. And I never really experienced that like the this when I said it and I did it and the management of today FM they were shocked but they could not have been more supportive I mean it did take them like a couple of days they just kind of were looking at me going what are you are you serious you know um and then yeah they're really 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 supportive and really sound and you know the bosses they're they're all men so I wasn't expecting the level of support I didn't know if they'd understand my reasons but you know ultimately the person I did resign to was a dad and he totally got it he totally totally got my my reasons and um um I felt like a massive weight had been lifted and then it was the strange feeling was you know I'd offered to stay till the end of the year thinking they wouldn't they wouldn't keep me till the end of the year so I thought once you decide to leave you know people think she's gone she's gone but they said yeah and I was like oh no oh no I have to stay for six more months and that six months felt like forever you know because it was just such a long lead in time to going but um yeah so when when the time came to actually walk out the door and do my last show it was really lovely really 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 lovely but also a little bit emotional because it's such a part of you yeah, it was emotional. I think it was emotional because I got such lovely messages and emails and Instagram messages and my like my email address is on my Instagram account. So anyone can email me, you know, and I was kind of overwhelmed with the messages that I'd, I'd gotten from people and, um, and and an awful lot of people look, it's called the great big resignation right now. An awful lot of people have done what I've done and um some men have done what I've done, which was lovely to hear. Not many, but some had gotten in touch with me and they'd done it too. And they were, I suppose, like, this is a very simplistic way of looking at it. But like, I I can be replaced and I have been replaced in Today FM like that. And I've been replaced by an absolutely brilliant, young, clever, funny, intelligent broadcaster and Pamela Joyce. I can't be replaced at home. And that was just in my head, swirling around the whole time. Like my son is 15 next year. So he's never had me at home ever, ever, ever. But he's 15 now and he has like it's I I have this big, big kid and then I have little kids. So I see how quickly one goes to the other age. And yeah, that was just the feeling I had. I just I can be replaced in work. But right now I can't be replaced at home. And um, yeah, that was my good feeling. You know, I have been replaced at home for 15 years. So, you know. I'm also that mum too, you know, but uh, yeah, that was weird. It's a sense of perspective that it's, I I think you're right, like having an older child, you see how quickly the phases go. Mm -hmm. You see how, like there's something relentless and beautiful about those early, early, early years that I myself, like I I love the escape. I love the fact that I can work and I can place them in creche because doing it all day, every day, when they're very little, I find exhausting. drains the life out of me. I just don't have the energy all the time for it. But yet I can't miss it because I have the near five year old and I'm thinking 
she was a baby a second ago. A second ago. Yeah, I know. I know. But there is that, there's that almost um, pressure of like, you know, it is all very all consuming when they're tiny and you do need a break. You absolutely need a break. Like, I don't think anyone should feel any guilt if they weren't working and had their child minded by a minder or in a crash, you know, a couple of hours, a couple of days a week. That's normal. You need a breather. Like if you work nine to five or 10 to six, you get lunch breaks and coffee breaks and tea breaks and your mom, you don't get that at home. So you mm-hmm. do need those breathers. And like that phrase, it takes a village to raise a child is so because it does take plenty of people. You need lots of hands. You need lots of support. Um, and it all gets a bit much if you don't have that. And it's 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 all on women in the pandemic as well I feel like yeah it was you know a lot of the conversations that we've had over the last few years just that feeling of like suffocating because you know you're at home you've lost like whatever about the village not existing a few years Mm -hmm. ago it was like almost illegal to connect with them yeah, it was illegal to connect. I can't even was to connect yeah. with people and get help and have someone come to your home. And we 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 didn't we didn't have it. And 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 that was really the 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 big kind of kick off in my head about it all. Like like said, okay, came to our house every day. Okay, wasn't allowed to come to us. But yeah, myself and my husband were still expected to do the exact same job that we've done and do as good a job as we've done the days before when we did have support. And now we've we no support whatsoever. But we still have to show up and do work. I had to go into work. <laughs> you know, Bonnie was like 18 months old and a, 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 a three-year-old. Like, it was just bizarre, like, that I can't do a job with no help, no support, no one to mind the kids. So it was a, it was a mad setup of the two of us, like, just passing shifts in the night. Like, I'd work this these few hours and then Louis would go to work and then he'd come home after the kids had gone to bed. And it just continued on and on and on for... I don't know what felt like forever um do you think you hit a burnout I definitely I definitely hit a burnout I have um I get slagged a lot by my own family and my in-laws for having a talent and they use that word a talent for sleeping because I could just put my head down now mid podcast and have a snooze like a disco nap I'm really really good at it but I had never had in my life a really a huge issue sleeping I wasn't sleeping at all like some nights I would have you know an hour or two and this was just so foreign to me, but it was such a stressful time um, and, ne- and never ending. You know, the way if you've got a date, you know, OK, well, we need to get through to then. And then there was an announcement and it was another three weeks. There was another two weeks. There was another, you know, it was just it just went on and on and on. And you're like, I can't I can't I can't keep doing this like this is this is shit, you know. But so many people were in the same boat. I just think it was. And then there was this other conversation and I saw it with the radio show, you know, people who had children who were really struggling and they were working from home, office jobs or whatever. And then you had people who didn't have children and they felt like they were trying to, they had to pick up the slack for people who did have children who, you know, and and then I just felt like, oh no, please don't, don't let this become a, you know, a bit of a, a crash or a little, you know, a fallout between the two. Um, because yes, the other people were stressed or alone. They shouldn't have to pick up the slack, but you can also understand if someone doesn't have support and they've got like two smallies and they're trying to do a Zoom call, like it's impossible. You know, it's really impossible. And that's the word impossible. And I think everybody was forced to look at different ways and those different ways for some presented themselves. And I think that because we've been allowed work differently, 
Like the first time we met, we would never have dreamed of doing it like this. Never. 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 Had I said to you, go into your bedroom there. Yeah, go into your bedroom there (laughs) and put the kids to bed and open up your computer and we'll just talk to each other. We'll put on the internet. No, there was a an expectation that everything had to be done a certain way and it was so limiting yeah it was that now isn't it brilliant how it has forced us to recognize that there is a million ways of still being who you are and sharing your talents in a professional way with people Mm -hmm. you know whether it is you now like having more focus on you know pharaoh on the business yeah you know still being able to connect with some of your tv work and I'm, and I'm seeing that not just in media side, I am really seeing that for a lot of different careers where you're just saying, hey, can I do it this way? Instead, yeah. Instead, yeah. because that works best for me. Yeah, yeah. And maybe we all get the best of ourselves out there and not beat ourselves up then because we feel like we're failing at all angles. Yeah, and I think from from talking to so many other um professionals and mainly women they have loved this new change and then younger generation you know the girls who are like 29 30 they're all mad to get back back in and do everything as they as they were done before and I can understand that but like if you know if you do have kids or if you are saving or whatever like doing things differently and doing things the way we have been in the last two years it's just really helpful and there's no reason why we can't I mean people were getting on planes to have meetings in other countries when I'm like you just don't need to you just don't need to anymore you can do it this way although that sounds really attractive currently. yeah <laughs> yeah a little jolly somewhere <laughs> maybe just not enforced you know where you have yeah. to get up at four o'clock in the morning and then still do your day's work at the end yes. of it yeah 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 This podcast is just one way that every mum can support you. Another amazing way is with our free gift bag, packed full of essentials for you and baby, including free samples of water wipes, the number one wipe against nappy rash. To receive yours, just register now on everymum.ie. There's a free gift bag there waiting for every mum. How have you seen, particularly the girls, I suppose, react to you being home? more and having and having you mentally present I suppose because even if you are physically there I'm I'm the worst offender at this I can be physically present with them all day long but my head is so often yeah it's in an email or it's in I have to do this or I have to do that I like my my mental space just isn't there yeah I still like like I mentioned I still have K two afternoons a week um apart from like when it comes to Easter holidays or midterms it's like scratched off there's like nothing just we'll like see in a week or see in two weeks or whatever but um I have that as a safety net for when I have a long to-do list which I still do just there's just stuff needs to be done like the Faro stuff I'm working on Faro every day for like two three hours every single day um, I'm on a course, so I have homework to do, which I still haven't done yet. That's to be on my next Monday. Um, so that's the going for growth course. Yeah, going yeah. for growth. Yeah. So like I, I the girls have me fully when I'm here now, which they have never had before. Um, and then the two afternoons that Kay collects them, and like one of them was today, but like, you know, she was gone at quarter past three, you know, so I was back and everything was done and all that. Um yeah, they're loving it. Like, uh, you know, I've never painted with the kids before. Plus I'm rubbish at it. I'm rubbish at crafts. I'm rubbish at painting. But, you know, a couple of um, old dodgy, dirty makeup sponges make for, um, you know, great entertainment. And um, tooth, 
toothpicks or what are they called? Cocktail sticks. We're using those today. I am not crafty. I no. have no patience for it. I have no ability for it. Me I either. hate the mess that yeah. is involved in it. All of it just makes me really uncomfortable. And I love, I love outsourcing them to crash to do, to do it. I love when yeah. they come home with the little art for me. Yeah, well, the thing is, I'm absolutely rubbish and my mother never did any of that with me and I loved her dearly. So, um, but the girls, I suppose, have learned so much in Montessori and Eliza's in junior infants now that they kind of teach me a little bit now of like, you know, they love cutting. I mean, who knew kids love cutting stuff so much? Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's not there's nothing to show at the end of it. It's just a hot mess with the... With glitter and we've been using old dodgy looking uh, makeup sponges but we did a bit of that today that's kind of the first time i've done anything with them you know there was never there was never going to be this like picture perfect you know sitting in a corner reading stories or baking amazing cakes or anything like that it's it's usually the girls coloring or the girls on their ipads or the girls playing games which i have to keep shouting the kind of irish words to them like they were playing flight attendants yesterday i was like no it's cabin crew or air hostess okay just just they're like we're playing flight attendant i'm like no you're not you're cabin crew that's the game you're playing um so i'm just listening in the background you know i'm not like down on my hands and knees playing with the girls like you know this it's just me like throwing on another wash or doing a super value shop online but I'm just in the house with them that's that's the only difference you know what's um, it done for your headspace then it has totally um I think the best way to describe it is to put out fires in my head mm-hmm. um like I I don't think I ever, I, I, I've never fully, you know, gone to the burnout point. I've never gone there. I've just been absolutely wrecked loads, fully exhausted for months on end. Um, but I think had I continued, I definitely would have burnt out a little bit, you know. Um, so for me, it's just like, it's just, yeah, put out fires in my head. I don't, the weekends are lovely because I don't have that Sunday night thing of like, <gasps> there's nothing for the lunches. I'll rustle something up for Monday's lunch and I'll look after Tuesday to Friday after that. You know, those kind of things that were mini panics, you know, were, are gone. They're they're gone. But I found myself getting really, and I'm still easing into this. I found myself getting really dozy. Um, like January and February, I was just a bit really forgetful, like really, really forgetful. Um, I was making loads of silly mistakes. Like I put something, you know, like those croissants that are half baked, you put them in the oven for like four minutes or whatever it is, or six minutes. Like I've burned like four packets of those going, like I just forget, like I'd forget that I'd put them in. And there are things that would never happen to me before. I was on, like I was fully like ready for everything. And the to-do list was like written in my phone and I was on top of everything. And I'm just, I just found myself being, I suppose a bit silly and a bit like, oh, don't know what I'm doing next I'm forgetful when I packed in work because I think I my brain was just bruised like it was just a bit in need of recovery but isn't that what happens when you're allowed to power down yeah like I get like that like I, I have kind of two modes it's either full-on productive or yes. like completely plugged out of the wall yeah and that's I think that's I was I was full-on productive for 
yonks and then I, I literally switched off one day and because I didn't switch off really from when I finished in today because it was two weeks before Christmas and we were doing Christmas dinner for a big group of people so there was loads of things to happen around that and you know Christmas obviously is just a very busy time and so it was once Christmas was out of the way then it was the switch off um like it took me three days three days to take down Christmas decorations and put them away like this is like I would have that done in an afternoon and packed and categorized and their lights and that's the front room. And, you know, I was just, I couldn't get it together. Couldn't, just couldn't do it. Like I couldn't, I needed help just to figure out what stuff went into what box. Like I was just so slow. You know, the way, you know, you see someone like who's stoned in a film. <laughs> you know, I kind of <laughs> felt like I was just a bit stoned, like with, um, with life, like, you know. Um, well, I, I think that's, that is that not our I I'm I'm convinced that there's probably a really medical rationale for that that probably in your you know your your fight or flight has literally just been able to just come to a different plane a different level yeah and what you thought you were doing as standard was, was not standard not standard mm. and yeah. it kind of overcorrects and you go into a complete state of, you know, of, of Zen, of calm, of come down. Yeah. And then you kind of find your rhythm again. You can kind of come back up and, and observe, okay, well, what, what's, what's pulling my attention? What's making me feel excited again? What's making me feel motivated to do things again? You know, like yeah. your course or yes. like the three hours that you put in or the two hours that you put in on, on fair. Yeah. Like you, you know, you can, you can just pivot back to what is pulling you towards it. Yeah, I'm, I'm very good at, um, I, yeah, I'm very good at then switching off and going like, okay, it's 20 past 12 to go and collect Bonnie now. So I, I'm good at doing that. Whereas before I still would have been just, I was still on when I came in the door. Mm. You know, I'm still on the phone, on emails. Um, yeah, so manners around that now. Um yeah, manners around that now, which is good. It was really, really good. I needed that too. Like I didn't post anything on Instagram for, I don't know, possibly a month, I think. It was no harm. I'm still here. I'm, you know, <laughs> nothing. The sky didn't fall in and nobody actually cares. And that's the other thing. You know, nobody cares. Like I had all these pressures on myself that you have to do this and you need to do that for profile and you need to do that. I don't. It was another place I got to where I have never been more secure in the work I've done and potential work in the future will happen. Like I'm comfortable in my position and the work I've done. Like I, I think before I'd be like, I have to do all these things because if I don't, somebody else will get them. And, and that's also a media thing. You're constantly made feel like that. You're kind of made feel like dance on hot coals a little bit. Um, whereas now I'm like, nah, well, we're not dancing anymore. I've danced and I won. So I'm not dancing anymore. <laughs> no. Um, and that's, that's a lovely feeling. It's a really, it was a lovely feeling to be able to leave on a high, feel really good about my decision, still feel wanted by the employers that I had um, and still feel like, maybe I'm delusional now, but if I did want to return to certain places and do certain things, those doors would still be kind of open for me. They'd even be open for chat anyway. Um, so that's, 
you know, I wish I had this confidence, you know, 10 years ago, but obviously none of us do. But that's the thing that gets knocked. Like no matter what path you've taken or the steps you've climbed or the hours you've put in or the promotions you've received or the the extra qualifications, something happens to us. Yeah. We all start to feel that like levels of, of I should be so grateful that like, and therefore I couldn't possibly ask for a four day week or I couldn't possibly ask, could I just leave it three so I could do the school pickup? Like we don't, we don't feel like we deserve it. We deserve that. Yeah. Or that we can afford to maybe like take those few less hours because well, they'll think that I'm not pulling my weight and I'm not. They'll think I'm not serious enough. They'll think I'm not committed to the role. Um, And and in some instances, they'd be right because they'd be the conversations that would be happening without them. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I think more more women need to, um, I suppose, have those conversations with employers. I think employers need to just, um, I think give a little bit more flexibility to people with younger children I think it you know as they're in school longer it gets a little easier or you know allow term time things over the summer um you know I remember speaking to someone maybe five or six years ago and she was just devastated because she was refused term time and she had just really 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 thought she was going to get it you know I think her kids were like seven and five or seven and four or something like that and it was just that like peak summer where they really really want to hang out with you because maybe eight and nine they're maybe not as much they want to hang out with you you know um and I was devastated for her I really was devastated for her and ultimately she left that organization so you know had they have given her that would they've gotten another few years out of her I think they would have so there's um there's a long and a short game with employers as well to look at. And it's, but it's recognizing that confidence in yourself and kind of taking back control a little bit. Like you will only have that summer, you know, yes. you, you, once. You, once we don't have that long in this role that yeah. we're, that we're calling, you know, with the small <laughs> littles before they grow up and before they move on. We have done so much in our careers to prove our talent and our worth and our abilities and what we can do and how great would it be if taking a little step left or right doesn't have to end you there that you no, can just shouldn't, do shouldn't have to end there. yeah just do what's right for right now and you know stay open to what's going to happen next because we can't like our lives can our children constantly evolve their needs for us constantly evolve our yeah. preferences for our lives constantly evolve and the workplace can often the rules of the workplace stay really stuck yeah they don't they don't evolve but then they did then they had to you know then they, then they were to. forced to yeah they were forced to and it had huge benefits for so many people like I said it didn't it didn't work wise for for me you know I was never I was never allowed to work from home until I was until I was actually I had COVID and then it, then you know I was allowed to work from home but um but you know radio stations want their people in because it's just it's the best sound I mean you know my hot press the sound of my hot press as opposed to the sound in a very very expensive studio and today FM are two different things so I I just didn't have that option you know to do a three-day week or a four-day week or you know work less it was just you're you know all in or all all out and um 
yeah all out for now is definitely where it's at no regrets none absolutely none um none god no i've and, and no regrets on 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 really any of it like no regrets on um all of the years and all of the hard work and all of the traveling all over ireland and all of the early mornings with today fm because i absolutely loved it and i st- the thing is now i love being a listener like i'll always be a listener um it's just mad because i can just like text whoever's on there <laughs> it's just really funny like you know i'll be texting charlie the breakfast show uh producer and like i'll be texting him the answer to quizzes gone i totally would have won a grant today because i got everything right so i know i would have won a grant just it's nice to know that um but uh yeah so i like i love being a listener i love the building i love the people but i just loved my kids a little bit more you know and that's 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 it you know I've but just... you, you loved them you loved them three years ago when we first met yeah. but you had a different motivation you had that itch that had to be scratched and right now yeah. you have a different itch that has to be scratched oh yeah totally you know and if wouldn't life be so much better if we just were allowed to itch those scratches yeah yeah I know and it's weird when like I don't think keep talking about the itch it's gonna sound like I'm very scratchy but I <laughs> definitely wouldn't have felt that way if it wasn't for the pandemic you know so I know the pandemic and everything closing and driving on empty streets every day getting into work into an empty car park you know normally I'm parking on floor seven I was parking on the first floor I could park sideways if I wanted to because I had all the spaces to myself um seeing Starbucks close uh directly opposite where I've been parking my car for years and years and years freaked me out because I thought holy shit, if Starbucks are closing, it's the end of the world, you know, <laughs> it's the end of the world, what's, what's coming down the road for all the other businesses? Um, so it just made me go, what am I doing? I've got one life. And as glib and as kind of dark as this sounds, I kept saying to myself, when I'm on my deathbed, whenever that is, please God, it is far, far away, but none of us know that. So when I'm on my deathbed, will I wish I did more radio shows? Or had more summers with the kids. Like it's an obvious answer. So, um, and that was that was really it, you know. Also, you know, there's somebody I know got got quite sick, and we're the same age, and she's three kids, and she's she's my friend's friend, if that makes sense. You know, we all have. So she's not my friend, but I know all about her and myself and herself were bridesmaids for the friend we have in common so um well she's uh, just this gorgeous girl and she got really really sick and um you know being the same age having three kids being married to a great guy our lives are very 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 similar and it freaked me out a little bit you know it freaked me out a little bit with just um counting my blessings and um and it's weird like I would have been 20 years in today FM on Saturday um so that was my that would be my work anniversary and that was just sitting there as well I was like 20 20 years like how come how am I 20 years with this organization when I'm only 27 in my head I'm 27 <laughs> you know how has that happened so it's all those things the, the pandemic mm. Teresa been sick um you know 20 years it all just felt like it's all gone very fast you know 
and it has and it does and we don't we don't feel it because no we don't yeah and my attempt at slowing time down is slowing my life down that's that's my attempt so if I I feel like if I slow my life down then time won't move as as quickly but obviously it moves the exact same way (laughs) but um that's just how I felt about it really just try and slow it down slow me down slow the clocks down I think just listen to your needs whenever they come and I think that living in a frantic life you tune out of that because you don't you literally can't listen you've lost the language with yourself you're just only listening to the next urgent task and the next urgent email and the I shoulds and I have to and just the go 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 and we 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 let it slip away and I think that's what we recaptured if anything amongst the you know the it harmed so much but if we were to take something I think it allowed us a chance to just say is this actually what it what it's about yeah if we're trying to protect our lives so much Mm -hmm. is it doing what I wanted to do for me and if it isn't do I want to go back to something that's going to make me deeply unhappy yeah or do I want to take this opportunity and do what's right for right now yeah the funny thing is like today if I am on the show and what I was doing I wasn't ever unhappy so I was in a really weird situation where I know some people who've like hated their jobs like that's not that's not how it was for me um it was just this physical pull of home it was it was a physical pull of home where I hated leaving my house but didn't necessarily ever hate the job like I loved the job Mm -hmm. um so so, yeah it it was a really weird one but um yeah a very very good one for me very good that's what happens when you do a do or upper you know you just yeah yeah (laughs) so invested in every little yeah 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 (laughs) Yeah. all these hours I'm gonna I'm gonna at least spend some of them in it (laughs) yeah exactly yeah I know I need to be here (laughs) thank you for joining me again because as I said I just love that why not just change embrace change live the change you were so excited to make a change when we met three years ago yeah finishing dancing you were so excited to find out what was next on your path and and you were so adamant that you're like just because I have these tiny little babies now it doesn't mean I've changed and I still want to do these things and we can be that person and then still be the person that wants to take a break to be at home to be at put those fires out yeah you know we don't we we'll have to live with the fire is always burning. No, we don't. I'm all, I'm all water up there now. It's all yeah. water. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope that some people can take some inspiration of that and to just go for it. If you can, if you can just have those conversations that put out at least one fire. And and that's it. I think just once again to say, if anyone is getting up in the morning and they are loving their job and they're dropping the kids to crash delighted for you you keep doing that because that's exactly what you should do if someone's getting up in the morning and they absolutely hate the job they feel they've no other way really sit down and look and see could there be another way could there is there something else you can do and that's you know don't feel try not feel trapped obviously finances money is the big thing that holds people in work I know that um 
again I was that person but um just see just you know think think about it and see is there another way we get this one little precious life we need to make the best of it that is it that's it that's all you got thank you so much for your time again and your wisdom again and I wish you all the best and whatever comes next because that's what happens more things come more things, more things come good good luck with the next 80 podcasts <laughs> I'm not sure <laughs> I'm not sure yeah I'm sure I'm pretty sure <laughs> anyway my deception out see you thank bye. you thank you so much for listening and to water wipes the world's purest baby wipes for their support proven to be purer than cotton wool and water Water wipes are made with just two ingredients and are 100% biodegradable, plastic-free and compostable wipes. So you can do what's best for your baby's skin and help protect the planet. If you enjoyed this conversation, subscribe, rate or leave a review. Share this episode across social and get in touch with this week's guest at Coca Maraid on Instagram. Thank you for listening.